Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially Jesper Volstead time tonight as the highly touted Minnesota Wild prospect will make his NHL debut tonight against the Dallas Stars. What do we want to see from the young rookie? Plus, what's the timetable on the Minnesota Wild's defensive prospects to be able to impact the NHL level? All that and more as we preview tonight's matchup against the Dallas Stars on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota wild. Part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hey, this is Brandon Duham and this is locked on wild. What is happening, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota wild podcast, part of the locked on podcast network your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we discuss Jesper Volstead's debut against the Dallas Stars tonight. What are we looking for in the young goalie against the Dallas Stars? We'll also talk about the timetable for Minnesota Wild defensive prospects to be able to make an impact on this wild decor. We'll uh, see just how long we could be looking at for some of the biggest names in the Minnesota Wild prospect pool. And we'll gear you up for uh, round two against the Dallas Stars here this evening. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, credentialed uh, Minnesota Wild media member. And it is time, folks. The day has finally arrived. Jesper Volstead will be making his NHL debut tonight against the Dallas Stars. And a exciting prospect for the Minnesota Wild, to say the least largely billed as the uh, goalie of the future. And I think the the funniest thing about all of the lead up to tonight's game against the Dallas Stars, just one quote sticks with me from what we have seen from Volstead so far uh, in talking about the uh, the lead up to this game. I hope they boo me. Now, that's not a direct quote, but... Uh, Volstead saying that, you know, playing against a good Dallas Stars team on the road, hoping to make enough of an impact here tonight that it uh, leads to Stars fans booing in displeasure at uh, his performance. And why does this quote stick out to me in general? Because even if we go, even if we dismiss the skills that Volstead clearly has in the net, a uh, a big body goalie who does a really good job of of positioning himself to make saves. He he just is really really sure and quick moving around in the crease. The thing that it feels like good goalies have, and again, this is not an end all be all. He's got some personality to him. Jesper has 
some personality to him and a, a confidence to his game that I think are going to lend themselves tremendously to getting ingrained into life at the NHL level. Uh, not only do you have that quote, but you have one of my favorite all-time clips of him, of what we've seen from Volstead at the Iowa Wild level. Uh, it was on a stoppage. Beat It is playing over the uh, over the PA system, just on a break. Volstead is sitting between, he's just kind of hanging out behind the net, and he's he's jamming out. He's jamming out to uh, while the song's playing, just like he's hanging out at home, just blasting tunes uh, over his uh, his own speakers. He just has some fantastic interviews that he's done with uh, other Iowa Wild players in the uh, the preseason for the Wild uh, this past year. The guy just has a a very fun personality about him and I think that is going to really help him out in what is no doubt a tough situation for him to be in considering the state of the team that he is going to be starting for here this evening with just a slew of players out of the lineup a couple more that could be here uh, in tonight's action but this is something that I don't think is going to phase him in the slightest because Volstead has done this at the Iowa level all season. It's an Iowa Wild team that has been depleted pretty much the entirety of the year. Players out at the beginning of the season. He really strikes me as somebody who is able to withstand a lot of that chaos going on in front and be able to just do his thing and to stop pucks, make saves, and uh, to be able to just block out all that chaos going on in front of him. And so having that sort of temperament as a young goalie is huge. And maybe not at the same level as a guy like Brock Faber, who just oozes future captain material. But he reminds me a lot of Marc-Andre Fleury. Now, he maybe is not as agile and as um, as prone to move around in the, the crease as Fleury is. Volstead, for those watching tonight, will remind you a lot more of Philip Gustafson in that aspect. But just having kind of that kid-like enthusiasm and excitement about getting out there and uh, and competing on a night in night out basis is something that I think is going to help depending on how the results look tonight because if we've seen anything about how this Minnesota Wild team has done against Dallas recently it uh, has not gone well to say the least now I find it interesting that there was a lot of Discussion around the fact that Volstead made a start against the uh, Dallas Stars with the preseason winding down and did quite well against them. We got to keep in mind that's the preseason, though. And this is the regular season. And 
he had a handful of wild components in the lineup in front of him that will probably not be there tonight. So what do we want to see from Jesper in his start tonight? Number one, I would like to see how he handles special teams in particular. Because this has been, especially against Dallas, a nightmare scenario for the Minnesota Wild. And so how will Volstead handle the Wilds being on the penalty kill this evening? How will he handle having the pressure on him to make the saves to prevent special teams goals, especially in the volume at which the Dallas Stars have scored them throughout the course of the uh, last few head-to-head matchups? How will Volstead handle those situations? How will Volstead handle a large volume of shots in this game tonight? How will he handle the first save of the night? How will he handle the save that comes after the first goal allowed? Now, if he does allow a goal, I mean, we have a wide range of possibilities of what could happen in tonight's game. I want to see. First and foremost, how Volstead responds to whatever happens in tonight's game. I want to see his. Uh, I, I want to see his response to how things go during the course of this game because vibes on the big club not great again over these uh, these last six games. He has the opportunity to give the team a lift here in this one tonight. But it could be that this ends up being a game in which you got to really fight and claw for every single thing that you get. And so if the Wild fall behind early one to nothing, how does he respond? If the Wild are struggling midway through the second period to get into the offensive zone, how will he respond? I just want to see how he handles the things that can happen throughout the course of a uh, regular NHL game. I just want to see how he handles all of that. And that's really all I'm looking for here tonight. He could give up four goals. He could give up none. There are a wide range of different possibilities as to what exactly could happen in tonight's game. And so regardless of how he does, I just want to see how he responds. Maybe gives up an early goal and then clamps things down after that. That would be great. Maybe he plays super well through the majority of this game, gives up a late goal that leads to a Stars win. I just want to see how he responds to all the different little things that can happen during the course of an NHL game. And if the results don't look particularly great, I just I want to see as well how he handles that. It, it's all about seeing how a young player reacts to an opportunity and responds to adversity or success during the course of that opportunity. So that's what we're looking for here tonight. We, of course, will be keeping a very keen eye on his performance, and uh, we will have a full report for you in tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast. So not only that, but I was also doing some thinking today. What is going to help this Minnesota Wild blue line 
over these next couple of years because you're going to have one spot. You're going to have probably two to three spots open up next season that will need to be filled. So who is likeliest to fill those spots? We'll discuss that as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is over, but the postseason is just getting started. And so there is still time to get in on all of your favorite action with FanDuel. New customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's right. All you have to do is bet $5 and you will get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. FanDuel offers you a limitless variety of ways to place bets, such as their live same game parlays. You could be watching the Minnesota Wild tonight and decide that you want to bet the second period over. We'll see on that. Uh, and you can do so. You can also find bets in the Explore tab and put together an unbeatable parlay in the Parlay Hub. My favorite way to take a look at uh, Minnesota Wild games as we look at what is going on for tonight's game. The Minnesota Wild are plus 160 on the money line for tonight's game. But one of the uh, one of my favorites that I enjoy taking a look at are the anytime goal scorers. Jason Robertson is at plus 160. Jewel Erickson Eck has the best odds for the Minnesota Wilds currently at plus 180, followed by Matt Boldy at plus 200. So if you're feeling like we see a couple of Minnesota Wild goals here tonight, try your luck at FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Welcome back to today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. And regardless of however Jesper Volstead does in tonight's game, we will have you covered with yet another Locked on Wild postcast, recapping all of the action. You can find that postcast right here in the Locked on Wild YouTube channel. And uh, for audio listeners, we usually have it uploaded about 10, 15 minutes after the postcast completes. So uh, you can also find it in pretty timely fashion uh, on our audio platforms as well. So looking at the states of the Minnesota Wild decor. I was curious as to when we could potentially see some of these prospects make an impact at the NHL level. If you look at the uh, Minnesota Wild blue line and uh, how they are currently faring, there are going to be a few spots that open up on the uh, the back end. For the Wilds, Alex Goligoski is an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season. With him being 38, I would put the odds of him resigning at uh, pretty slim, to say the least. And uh, it's likely that you will have a spot there that will need to be filled. Zach Bogosian is an unrestricted free agent and uh, is 33. My guess is he will probably have some suitors and the Wilds just really don't have the ability to get into any sort of a bidding war for a guy like that. And Dakota Mermis is an unrestricted free agent as well. If the Wilds want him back to uh, continue to help on the depth side of things, that certainly is a route that they could decide to go. But most likely you're going to have two spots 
that will need to be refilled from within the organization. We've seen Damon Hunt get opportunities here and there to uh, to fill in. And obviously, Brock Faber is going to be one of the figureheads of that uh, that blue line going forward. You've got Jake Middleton signed through the end of next season. And um, you also have that other guy on the uh, on the depth chart as well that we talk about a lot that wears the number four. Um, that could be a potential spot that is opened up as well. So just looking at elite prospects, they have put together a list of prospects within the Minnesota Wild system. Now, these are organized by the points that these particular players have scored so far this season. And so obviously, there are much better indicators as to uh, how particular guys are doing in the uh, NHL so far. But I'm just going to go through a few of them and just look at how they have been doing so far this season. And the uh, first one that we will talk about, because he is currently eighth in the organization in uh, in points so far this year, that is Kalen uh, Parker of the Moose Jaw Warriors, who is currently sitting at... 24 points in 34 games with Moose Jaw. He's also played two games with the Victoria Royals. But uh, looking at that, looks like he started with them and then moved to Moose Jaw, where he's been for the last 34 games. Now, if you look at his profile, Parker is 19. And so the likelihood that he is going to be um, part of this immediate uh, ability to help out the uh, the Wilds on their defense is much lower. He has not uh, signed his entry-level contract as of yet. It does not appear. So you can put Parker a little further down the list, although I will say it is good to see him having a uh, great season for Moose Jaw, uh, currently a plus six in 34 games and 24 points in 34 games is uh, is nothing to shake a stick at either. So we can put Parker probably a little further down on that list as to a uh, impact player for the uh, Minnesota Wilds on defense. Uh, another name currently playing for the University of Minnesota Duluth, Aaron Pionk. But again, he is a 20-year-old and um, he was drafted this past draft in the fifth round by the Minnesota wild. And so the wilds control his rights. He is not a player that has signed either, but if you look at what he has done with the university of Minnesota Duluth, 11 points in 20 games, one goal, 10 assists, and uh, he is a plus two so far. So let's put Aaron Pionk lower on the list because uh, again, he is uh, currently in uh, currently in college, and so the potential for him to help this team is probably still a uh, few years down the road as well. Uh, we get into some of the big ones here. Carson Lambos to start, who is uh, at the Iowa level as of right now. But let's let's look at how things have gone so far for Lambos. Thirty-one games with Iowa this year. 
He's got two goals, six assists, eight total points, but he's a minus seven on the season. And Lambos as well, 20 years old. And again, stop me if you've heard this before because plus or minus is not a super good indicator as to a uh, barometer of success for particular players. But Lambos impressed in training camp for the Minnesota Wild before this season started. And so I think there was some hope that we would see him get opportunities to uh, to step in and to try to do what Brock Faber has done. I think it is most likely, this is my personal opinion, I think it's most likely that we get an opportunity to see Lambos in training camp again next year. If there are injuries at that point, you could probably make the case that Lambos gets some time at the NHL level to see what he has, much like the Minnesota Wild are doing with Damon Hunt this year. So I think on the Lambos side of things, he probably is two years away from really fully being able to step in to one of those slots defensively. Uh, another name who is uh, currently at the Iowa level is uh, Simon Johansson, who is 24. He has uh, obviously signed his entry-level contract with the Wild. His numbers at Iowa right now, four goals, two assists, six total points in 32 games. He is a minus four, uh, minus 14 on the season. Now, for Johansson, who is projected the rest of this season to score nine goals with 14 points, 50 penalty minutes is his current projection for the Iowa Wild. I would imagine for Johansson that he could also be in line to potentially help the Wilds as soon as next year as an injury-type fill-in on the back end, but I don't think he is going to impact either at least until at the end of next season. The other name that is certainly going to make the rounds as well is Ryan O'Rourke, who is a 21 year old defenseman with the Minnesota wild. He also has signed and O'Rourke's numbers so far this year, one goal, six assists, seven total points, 40 penalty minutes in 31 games with the uh, Iowa Wild. Also a minus 14. But again, that Iowa team is dealing with just a ton of injuries. I would guess on the O'Rourke side that he falls into the same category. I think you could make the case if the Wilds deem it acceptable at training camp next year that maybe one of these guys makes it with the team as the, say, seventh defenseman. But honestly, if we're looking at these guys all still being relatively young prospects, with the exception of Johansson being 24, and even then, that's still, that's still young by player standards. I still think a lot of these defensemen are at least a year, maybe two away from being able to uh, to step in. And then at that point, you're kind of getting into the realm of, 
well, who are these guys going to be taking over for? Are these guys going to be taking over for the likes of Jonas Brodeen or Jared Spurgeon? Because if it's two years, Brodeen will have three remaining on his contract. Uh, Spurgeon will have two remaining on his contract. And so you could be looking at the next in the line for the Minnesota Wild with Brock Faber leading the way. And with uh, some of these names kind of uh, helping to fill in the gaps as uh, those two in particular reach the end of their contracts. So it looks as though with the exception of the names like Damon Hunt and Dakota Mermis, looks like some of that more some of the other defensive prospects are maybe still a couple of years away from being able to really impact what we see on the blue line. So. We'll uh, we'll continue to track their performances throughout the uh, rest of the season, of course, and uh, we'll update you on their progress as well. Let's finish today's episode by taking a look at tonight's game against the Dallas Stars. Whoopee. We will uh, preview tonight's matchup against Dallas as we finish today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is also brought to you by Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade, which is scary to say the least. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than a friends, or even a member of my family getting sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. Folks, the Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, amongst other things that can pop up without a moment's notice. They can happen to anyone. They can happen at any time. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It has never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code Locked On to also get $20 off your order. Again, go to jacemedical.com, use the offer code Locked On, and you'll get $20 off your order. That's jacemedical.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. A reminder to join us after tonight's game for a Locked on Wild postcast. We'll recap Jesper Volstead's debut and uh, any other eventful things that happen in tonight's game but the reality of the situation is this the wilds going to have potentially marcus johansson and marcus felino both out of the lineup for tonight's game who are both day-to-day in addition to all the other players that uh, are out of the lineup as well but here's the problem is those guys that are playing they need to just continue to give that um, that just expected battle level, 
you got to give that expected level of performance or we're going to see a repeat of what happens against the stars on Tuesday in which or Monday in which the first goal that the stars scored, essentially everybody just rolled over. And that was that like you have a rookie making his first NHL start and the opportunity for him to win his first NHL start. If that doesn't give you a little bit of juice, little bit of urgency of the moment. Volstead's parents are going to be in Dallas. If that doesn't give you a little bit of a, boy, I'd really like to be part of the reason that this ended up being a wild win, as opposed to just another in a long line of listless losses by this team. If that doesn't give you a little bit of jump to come out of the gate swinging and with your backs against the wall as heavy underdogs in this game tonight, if that doesn't kind of get you fired up, you maybe need to take a look in the mirror and try to figure out what's going on that the this the the passion and the fire just don't seem to be there as much as they have been. And so to avoid everything that went wrong, in this most recent game in which Dallas scored two shorthanded goals and a power play goal after five power play goals and two shorthanded goals. The last time these two teams played go win one for your goalie. That is as simple as the message needs to be here in this one tonight. There doesn't need to be pressure on Volstead to bail this team out. How about you as a team go play your best for a rookie in on a road environment? Go play one of your better games of the season to help him pick up his first career NHL win and to just go beat a Dallas team that has kind of caved your face in here over the uh, the last several matchups. Just have one of those enough is enough games and go out there and just have fun, play loose, no pressure. Just get back to what we've seen from this Minnesota Wild team in previous games, previous seasons, where they look like they're having fun out there. They're not gripping the sticks so tightly that their knuckles are popping. Just go win one for your goalie tonight. You've got two goalies now that's are on milestone watch flurry trying to get to 552 volstead trying to get to number one and i thought it was great that flurry gave volstead some advice before tonight's game to just have fun to just take it all in because it's going to be a lot like you go from the ahl level and the arena attendance can fluctuate to going into a very tough road environment and a fan base that is very passionate about their hockey, much like the Minnesota Wild. The Dallas Stars fans, they're going to get loud. They're going to be very boisterous. They like seeing the Minnesota Wilds get trampled repeatedly. Go win one for your goalie. And that is going to require that a, a handful of players step up their performance, give more than they have been. 
that's going to require more of a cohesive effort defensively from everybody in the lineup, more communication as to making sure particular spots in front of the net are covered, more communication, more attack on the power play. It's going to require everybody to give just a little bit more. But how much more fun would that be to go get Volstead his first career NHL win in a game in which nobody's expecting you to win? Just block out all that, block out all that noise, use it as fuel, whatever you have to do. But there's no pressure on the wild tonight. All the pressure's on Dallas. Dallas is the team that everybody expects is going to win this matchup. It's a nationally televised game. People are expecting a cakewalk because that's what Dallas has done to this Minnesota Wild team recently. Let's uh, let's show them otherwise. I I honestly I can't wait to watch Volstead compete and to battle his tail off like he has all season. Beyond that, it's going to be dicey. And so that's what I'll be focused on here for tonight's matchup. Uh, just hoping that he's able to hoping that he's able to have fun out there and to uh, to make a few eye-opening saves. And again, I just kind of want to see the response to how things play out throughout the course of this game. So that's today's episode. And reminder, we'll be with you after the game with another Lockdown Wild postcast to take you through all of the action. So make sure to join us then. And uh, we will continue to keep you up to date on all things Minnesota Wild as we move throughout the rest of the season. So make sure to like this video. Make sure to give us a uh, five-star review on Apple or Spotify. And make sure to subscribe on YouTube as well so you don't miss out on any new content throughout the season. We have new episodes for you every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.